Today's topic is going to be on like five research-based tips to improve your online teaching. I had the opportunity to read an article by Yoki Toretta from Edutopia on September 4, 2020. So I wanted to go ahead and share some of those tips from article. So the five research tips to improve your online teaching presence. The first one, I want you to realize when we're in a class or before even the online experience, I want you guys to think about when you are in your class, what are some things that are so unique about the classroom setting than the online setting? The first is the employee facial expression, right? When you're in class, you get to see your facial expression a lot more, your body movement, just your demeanor. There's a lot of physical opportunity for them to get a better feel for how you are feeling, what you're trying to get across by using your hands, your mouth, your hand, your feet. All these play a big part in the understanding and the learning process of a, for child, children, especially in the early childhood and elementary years plays a big part. The second part is when you are also in person, that voice inflection to hook and hold students plays a bit very important. You could change your demeanor back and forth. Even though, yes, you could do it in person, but because you're so set just on the computer and kids are all just kind of focusing and, and, and you don't have too much opportunity to move, even like right now, you are going to try to do your best, but sometimes it's not the same way as you're walking around or you're, you're trying to walk physically show and your voices also connecting and making some connections as you are making the movements, which sometimes is gonna be tough to do when you're in remote. So, so, so a few things I want you to realize in class, these are things that play a big part, right? So we have the facial expressions, flexion in our voice, the classroom decorations and settings, right? Because now you can put them into small groups. You can put them in, in, in various ways of the desk. You can put them, divide them. You can have a, a, a youth setting. You can have an auditorium setting. There's so many different ways that you can change it up every day where when you're in remote or in Zoom, everyone's just under squares and, and you're just kind of watching. So that decorations and settings, your room is it's easier to change than sometimes just the backdrop of your Zoom class at home. The other one, seating arrangements, right? Seating arrangements, as we had talked about, plays a big part. So, so the idea of the classroom decorations, of trying to reinforce from a, a, a clip or a video to a poster to things that you are you reviewed, those are opportunities for kids when they will look in, they could see stuff and say, oh yeah, this is what yesterday's assignments. Hey, that's where my work, I, my work is being displayed. So those things are sometimes not there. So that kind of causes, not problems, but it makes it more difficult for us to teach remote when from in person. So when in remote learning, what are some things we could do? So the first part in remote learning is additional tools are needed, right? So additional tools are going to be needed that you will need that you might not have, especially because not for assessments, for breaking into small groups, which right. even kind of getting feedback. Sometimes that's going to be needed in remote learning. Email announcements are going to be more than ever before, right? You know, as you're talking on your Zoom, you might say something to someone or your Google Classroom, Seesaw, whichever programs you are using. But at the same time that you're going to have to email them, email their parents. You might be receiving now 25 emails. If you're middle school, high school, you might be getting 100 emails every day for assignments. So kind of making sure that you block that off and understand, you know, how you want emails to be sent to you. How do you want that communication to go is very important. Assignment protocols are going to be very important also. Like, hey, where and when are you going to be given assignments? Can't give the same day. I'm going to give the night before. I'm going to give you four days before. I'm going to grade it after through to a 48 hours, 72 hours. Getting those specific things clear is very important. Organization of lessons. Organization of lessons is also when are we going to teach this lesson? When, when are we assessing? When is this unit going to be finished? And having that organization will play a big part. 
digital tools become extensions of your teaching, right? So if you have other tools and speaking to other friends and other staff members, that will help you become better. So looking at tools to make your learning better is gonna be very important. The other factor is being organized, right? Struggling to find files, links, browser tabs can cause your stress levels to rise, which students will feel and mirror. Close any programs that you do not need to use, right? And you wanna make sure you practice it beforehand so it's not just at that moment, you're trying to figure things out and kids are like, oh my God, she doesn't even know. Being organized means prepared with your lessons, prepare with your assignments, prepare what you wanna teach, prepare now this whole technological tools that you'll need. So having that in your toolbox, but making sure you know how to use it is very important. So dry runs are going to be big regularly collect student feedback, right? That's gonna be very important. So regularly collect student feedback. Students need to know teachers are listening. That is gonna be important. You want them to know like, hey, when are they able to express themselves? Are you listening to them? Are you paying attention to them? Students' opinions matter. So that's gonna be very important. From one to five, how comfortable are you with the technology in your, in your virtual classroom? Do you understand to get some feedback from them? So if you could have them maybe after four or five weeks, let them rank your one to five on some certain things, right? Like, can you easily find what you need? That could be a question you could ask them to get some feedback. Is it easy for them? One to five. One being really easy, five being no, or vice versa, it's up to you. Uh, second question is, ha uh, have you encountered any technical issues, right? And then you can have some lines and say, well, you know, I have a problem because my parents, we only use one computer or it's an old computer. Uh, I have a phone, but it's an iPhone 3, whatever it is. And that gives you some more information. How clear are my assignments? You want to ask them when we're talking about being organized. Are you able to find the assignments, know how to get, you know, send them, email that to me, get, you know, find where the curriculum is, where our expectations are. Number four, do you feel your voice is being heard, right? That's something that you wanna ask is that, hey, are you feeling that you are part of the classroom? Is it hard for you to express yourself? Do you feel embarrassed? Especially some kids might wanna ask, but they feel like they don't wanna embarrass, like, well, am I the only one? Because now everyone's there to see your question. Where maybe before in school, they could ask, if they feel uncomfortable, they could ask you after school, they could ask you at lunchtime, they could ask you at the end of the class. So this is something that kind of plays a big part. What can I do to improve our online classroom is a good question to ask and say, what are some things that I could do to become a better teacher would be very important. So I think that is something that also that we need to make sure. And if you're asking kids these questions, this will help you become a better individual. The other, a better teacher. The other topic is be clear. Students need to know how to navigate the learning management systems, right? They need to know what the, the programs that we have, how to manage it, to try to make sure, be very clear how, what they need to do, what the passwords are. The other thing is where to submit the assignments and ask questions how, so it's very important to be after you're organized, but then you be very clear to reinforce those concepts to them, it's very important. How to use a class uh, suite of tools is also there and say, okay, this is what I wanna do, this is why this is important, this is how I would like it, now here's how you're gonna go ahead and do this. Right, and, and, and then that way they, they, they know it's very clear and that will help uh, these individuals. Focusing on surfacing relate connections and relationships with the students is very important, right? You wanna make sure beyond academic connections, students want to feel the teachers personally interested and invested in them. That you want to make them to become better. And that means your own demeanor has to be positive and that you wanna go ahead and make changes 
and you, the kids will pick up that your emotions and hopefully that shows that you are interested in even at these tough times of online learning, hey, I know it's difficult, but I'm gonna move forward and I'm gonna give my best. I, I want you students to do the same. It's gonna go very far. Synchronizing your, all your check-ins with the students is very important at which times you're gonna check in, maybe have certain times for different kids. Having after school, maybe nine to one is your learning time, three, four o'clock, you have certain times for where you have uh, uh, office hours where kids could check in to see if there's something they felt that they needed to talk about, but maybe not in a, in a bigger group. That plays a big part. Students have a time to share an appreciation, aha moment, or you know some concern that they might have, that they have that opportunity. So making sure even in this, after a few weeks, having an opportunity for get kids to get to know each other. Using a platform like Seesaw to record or share video greetings with students will go far. I think that is something that we want to make sure is that having a platform like Seesaw to record, share video greetings, kids be giving their own little style because now that they're not getting to show their individuality at, at school, giving them that opportunity to do their own little small ways to kind of show who they are and what they are, especially in the middle school, high school, that could go a long way. So. These specific things uh, I think will go very important. I was going from, from the last back to the first. So number one, focusing on servicing connections and building relationships with the kids, being clear with the kids, regularly collecting feedback, student feedback uh, is very important, being organized, and then you'll see, and then making sure, getting the, the additional tools that are needed to make sure to advance your teaching are gonna be very critical aspects. So hopefully, Good luck with the online learning and may the education force be with you. Take care.